Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. Not just a One Tree Hill podcast, but the Fonzie of One Tree Hill podcast. It's cool. It has a leather jacket on. It will show you two thumbs up and it will say what, Dom? Hey! I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've seen 98 episodes of One Tree Hill. So close to the 100 mark. And tonight we are talking about Drama Queens, the podcast. Now this is something that we get hit up about quite a lot, get messages about, comments about. It's hard to avoid it, you know, at this point. It is not only uh, you know a podcast on the show that we're covering with three of the key main cast members, but it's also one of the most successful podcasts out there, killing it, and that's awesome. We love that because you know we love the show and we love you know the hosts and love seeing them you know doing their thing. But this came out of a what the watch along we did last week, Dom. You had to go once we'd finished because you know I had work in the morning and whatever and I stayed on for a bit and it just came up in conversation drama queens and it sparked a whole debate and was talking about the differences between pod meets world to the boy meets world version and office ladies and all of the other stuff and it was quite divisive between people now you and I and Lex and Liz and Michelle did an episode early on when drama queens happened it might have been like maybe about a year and a half now ago and we were sort of giving our thoughts and i was never really happy with that episode in fact with your permission can i remove it and just leave it on the patreon yeah yeah go for it i haven't got a problem with that and the reason why i say that is just because i don't think enough i don't think enough time had passed to be able to sort of pass judgment i don't really feel like i'd been able to formulate how I really felt about it at that point and it was and I also felt a lot of guilt and pressure not from you but just in terms of I think people expect you to love it because well for me being the guy that comes on here and proclaims that I love One Tree Hill every every podcast episode which I do um, and I think I felt like I had to love I had to love it because I'm supposed to and then the fact that I didn't don't necessarily love it um, sort of put me in an odd position because I didn't want to let people down. I didn't want to upset our listeners. I mean, we even got we got a one star review from someone saying just neg- one star because they're negative about drama queens. Mm. Um, so it's like there is some pressure to it. Um, so, but I so I thought about it. I formulated some thoughts, and I feel like I can. I'm able to articulate my exact thoughts about it. Some of the things, the things I like, the things I don't like, and maybe some ideas. A bit late for ideas, but ideas of how they could tweak it. I also put a post out on our Patreon for other people's, uh, for our Ravens' uh, input and opinion, so we can read that out as well. I even got a message from a Raven being like concerned that we were going to talk about drama queens um in terms of us being like negative to, towards it uh, to which i obviously let them know that that is not the case of why we're doing this the actual reason why we're doing this is because i feel like once we've recorded this i can if anyone ever asks and it's like if it's going to be a long answer I can just say hey we've got an episode in our feed so we'll go into all of the detail about it 
that's it and we can kind of just move on so what do you think how are you feeling and any thoughts comments concerns well i'm excited to to discuss it and to see what questions have come from our ravens and from from anyone else as well because um i think it it is important to discuss it and um, pardon my coke can yeah i i guess i'm in a fortunate position in that i can't listen to it i'm not allowed spoilers so i don't want to listen i don't even want to listen to like season one in case they talk about something that happens in season nine so um i I need to remain as spoiler free as possible and we've done such a great job of that so far so me not listening to it could give us a really good you know really good opportunity to have a good conversation and me be a little bit more kind of objective about it and um try and understand everyone's opinion and you know try and formulate my own i guess um people like different types of podcasts people like different styles of podcasts and people like um different podcast hosts for the reasons um that that they put their all into the show you know or they talk about something with such joy and passion and it'd be interesting to see how people react to that because like previously i guess the comments were that that they they don't like the show the main the the the, the three ladies the, the drama queens don't necessarily like the show there's elements of the show they don't like obviously there's there's difficult situations that's going on behind the scenes that we know about um and it's and it's horrible and nobody should ever have to live through that or go through that mm-hmm. um but there's other elements about the show i think particularly the writing that was brought up um saying that, that they weren't a fan of the writing and the scripts were bad and so on and so forth but this is the opportunity to to discuss it they're a lot further down the line they're kind of close to the end of season three now i believe um because somebody was saying they they've just gone past all the the jimmy episodes mm-hmm. so yeah it's just be interesting to see what the opinions are now people have had the opportunity to go and like when we had our break people were saying they went and caught up on drama queens because they didn't have us yeah. to listen to you know second best you know <laughs> <laughs> well cool okay so i wrote a couple notes so i thought i could give Give some of my perspective and then we can go in and read, um, you know, some of our what our Ravens have put in. Um, I think I was so excited when it was announced, even though it actually got announced the week that we did our pilot episode. Like we had just done our pilot episode, it got announced. It's like, oh man, like we've got no chance, but it didn't actually happen until like a year or more later mm-hmm. and it was actually really good for our podcast it like spiked our numbers because people i guess probably wanted to listen further on you know and see we were in maybe season two or three at that point uh, but i was so excited to listen and i think it's a really cool concept um and the rewatch podcasts are really cool um if it's done right or with you know to the right with the right uh balance balance right well i don't think it's right for them because they don't love the output of the show like they love the impact of the show and i think they love their characters in you know what they become can't say too much because of spoilers and whatever but i think they love the impact of how it's affected people particularly you know young women and being you know like good role models which i and which is great um and perhaps they don't love the output, like the finished show, because it 
is there's too much trauma there and if that's the that's fully fair i mean they went through horrendous horrendous things like you said which no one should ever have to go through and i love the fact that this is their their way of trying to claim the show or putting positive memories where negative memories have been but i think perhaps they could have done it in a different way which they could have done it as an interview-based podcast so for example brian bomgarter who i've mentioned a few times recently who plays kevin in the office he has his own office podcast it's called office deep dive and instead of doing it episode by episode he doesn't do that at all he just does each week he has a cast member on or someone from behind the scenes producer writer whoever and he talks about their entire journey about how they got into the office what they thought of it all the behind the scenes stuff and then the impact that it had and and it's really interesting so he's had everyone you know john krasinski rain wilson steve carell angela kinsey you know everyone and everyone from behind the scenes even to like ricky gervais Stephen merchant you know talking about the british version and how it went over because I've listened to the drama queens to some of I've listened to maybe about half of season one and then I've listened to a lot of their interviews because I'm sincerely interested you know like I most recently was listening to the Colin Fickus one to when Craig was on when Paul's been on Barbara etc say this like they're our friends but you know they are friends of the show friends of the show so i think that that might have been a better way because they're actually talking about the impact of the show and talking about the behind the scenes things and if they felt comfortable to could put more emphasis on the fact that that was a negative environment and how that should never happen you know that's also i don't i'm not saying they have to talk about their trauma publicly but i'm just you know that as a possible outlet i also think they could interview each other you know like as in one episode's about Sophia, one episode's about Joy, one episode is about Hillary, the next episode's about James, the next episode, you know. Um, and what they could even do is they should include smaller people. Like we had Matt Sullivan on, who was a set decorator. We had John Nordstrom, who was the composer, did the music. Like, I think they're really interesting perspectives that people don't necessarily have. Um, I think they also need to have a lead host. So in... Um, Pod Meets World, Danielle Fischel, Topanga, acts as the lead. So she's leading through the episodes when they're going through them. She's leading when they have interview, uh, when they're interviewing people. And then the other two are also like chipping in and doing their bit, but she's the one that keeps a structure. And I think they don't have that. I think that would be helpful. And I think that it, it feels like they feel like one tree hill is beneath them which i think is sad and so i feel like if it was interview based it'd be a bit better i think they could partner this is i've got two points left and then i'm done i'm sorry they could partner with a fan-based podcast like us but you know or a different podcast that would uh the that would do focused episodes say they're 45 minute episodes talking about the individual episode and they could release them or as part of the drama queen's feed and they do the interviews and then maybe they even have like like 10 minutes at the end where they comment on what the fans have thought about it. Like, like as a different way rather than them sort of dissecting it. Um, yeah, and I think my final bit that I think is sad is I do believe that they're doing it for a paycheck, which is fine. And it's rightfully so. You shouldn't, you should be paid for something that you know that people would pay for it's your job um 
but I don't feel like they have the paycheck and the passion where I think people like the office ladies or like pod meets world they're doing it for the money yes but they're also they have passion for the show they love the show and again I think that the drama queens love the impact of the show but they don't necessarily love the show and then my final thing is I also it's just it's not necessarily a podcast I would choose because I would listen to an interview with each of them and love to hear about their story and their experiences and whatever but I don't like love them to the point where I would want to I want to hear podcast episode every week from them and that's the same with like James Lafferty and Chad Michael Murray like I love their performances and their characters but I wouldn't be interested necessarily on hearing them every single week because I love the characters I'm not I, I love the people too but not like that whereas like on pod meets world i love all three of them i would listen to anything they're on i have i found other podcasts they're on i listen to anything paul johansson barbara allen woods if they did a podcast on something i don't care what it's on it could be on farming i would listen to it (laughs) because because i'm invested into them so i feel like it was never meant it was never going to be for me um but i love the fact that they're doing it and i love the fact i love it for the people that it is for um but i feel like if they did those tweaks made it an interview podcast i think it'd be better for everyone involved they're my thoughts it was a lot wasn't it there's a lot to unpack there no no i mean the people are going to be listening to that and they'll object to like a fair chunk of it i would have thought because people get passionate about things and i think people are more attached to the the character and the show than necessarily really understanding that you're analyzing the podcast. You're not saying anything against the show. You're not necessarily saying anything against, you know, the people or the performances. You're saying that the the podcast isn't for you and isn't kind of what you think it should be. I I kind of feel like my role now is to play devil's advocate a little bit for both sides. So I, I will, you know, chop and change and switch, but I feel like I need to ask the questions that maybe everybody else is thinking or maybe everybody you know else kind of wants a little bit more clarification on so one thing i will ask you is what makes you think like when you listen to drama queens or or when you've had like your experience of listening to drama queens because i I think it's great that you you would prefer like the interview based kind of podcast and you understand that and kind of throwing in the 45 minute you know segment shared podcast with with someone else but what makes you think that they that they think they're above the show now what gives you that impression and what stands out to you as as the the driver behind that feeling well i think um well firstly do you know who i thought would be awesome at doing a podcast on drama on one tree hill would be mouth and jimmy in real life and Mm. i say that because lee norris um is got great speaking voice and is great on podcasts like i've heard him on he's been on pod meets world and drama queens and then also colin fickus because he didn't he'd probably be watching the show for the first time because jember when we spoke to him he said he'd he hadn't didn't watch the episodes past his death so it'd be like that fresh perspective Mm -hmm. um anyway and plus he deserves a check you know (laughs) from this Uh, i think that and to be fair i've only listened to like half a season one and then some of the interviews but i think that uh they kind of there's some uh conflicting views like they favor some characters more than others um and i think they just think of it as a teen drama which it is 
Um, but I just, I don't, I think, like I said, I think they're proud of it, but not necessarily of the impact, but maybe not necessarily too much of the work. And I could be getting that wrong. In fact, can I read some of the Raven stuff? Because I think these will answer your questions. I was thinking maybe we could read, like, maybe you could read them, actually. I've got one on my phone and the rest are on here, so I could share my screen. Mm-hmm. Because it might be it'd be interesting to hear you, your thoughts for the first time on what they're saying. The, the only thing I do want to jump in with before that is it's really yeah. interesting that the three of them, you know, kind of have this negative outlook of the show. It's understandable because of what was going. We I think we've covered that and we've mentioned that mm-hmm. a thousand times, and and, and that's important. But um, what I find um, interesting is that the people we have spoken to, like Paul. Barbara, etc., have a, a. I think Colin was probably the only one that didn't, um, because he was only in it for such a short amount of time. But those people have a real affinity for the show, and a mm-hmm. real love of the fans. And when we when we met, um, you know, Keith Craig. is a slab of beef. He was he he loves the fans and uh, and all of that. And not taking that away from the drama queens, I'm not saying they don't love the fans, but you can tell there's a real affinity for the show, and there's there's almost like a glint in their eye when they were discussing it and when they talk about it and when they talk about conventions and the fans and stuff. But, you know, from from what you're t- telling me, at least, or what I'm getting across, and from what I've heard from some of our Ravens, is that they don't have that. They don't, they don't yeah. come across with that same energy. And it would be interesting to see the younger males and how they perceive it. So the, the Chads, the, the Jameses, et cetera, mm-hmm. you know, and, and what their experience of it was and is now, you know, does James talk about it like Paul does? This is one of the most fun, you know, one of the best projects he's ever been involved in because it's, you know, leaped his career to here, there and everywhere. And he's got such mm-hmm. fun memories of it, et cetera, you know? So yeah, I, I would be interested in finding out, what they had to say but not necessarily continuously listen exactly like you said <laughs> <laughs> right exactly because even like james and chad i'd love to hear them on there mm. for an interview but they i think they try and interview and do some of the episode at the same time and there's times where you know that one of one of them's missing like and they'll do the episode and i just couldn't imagine like other rewatch podcasts or say pod meets world again they would I, they just wouldn't do it i might be proven wrong on that but if someone couldn't make it they'll just be like hey we'll do it next week mm-hmm. um but i think they love the fans they love the impact they love what it means to people i just think they don't necessarily love the show and i think that might just be because of the trauma they went through and that's more than fair but then i think so but don't podcast about something you don't like do the interview side of things like for example, Tessa and I have just finished Boy Meets World. Girl Meets World is the spin-off. We trying, we were trying to watch it and we can't watch it because it's not very good. It's, it's going to be crap. <laughs> right, but the problem is, is we don't want to podcast about something and just shit on it because that's not fun for anyone, especially for people that love the show. They're just going to be affected by it. And yeah. we're not looking to put that out there, but they could do it in interview form and talk it out that way just my opinion but let me let me read let me read what uh this is what alex said you remember alex he came on the finale of season one for us he said uh drama queens i wanted to love it i like the oc one and office ladies so no reason why not 
but I don't. I stopped listening after maybe 10 episodes and I can't be bothered to go back. I still subscribe and download every one until I do some housekeeping and delete 15 episodes. <laughs> they are all aligned with my politics and so they're talking about one of my favourite shows so I should be eating it up but something just feels off. Maybe it's the theme song. I'll jump... <laughs> and then he's finished it off by saying, I'll jump back on if they get Chad on, I guess. It will happen. You wait and see. Chad will be back. Um, really well written out message, of course. You know, Alex uh, knows what he's talking about. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's interesting. It's interesting to hear that point of view that, you know, 10 episodes in and, and just stopped. Politics aligns, you know, the love for the show as well. We know Alex is a, mm-hmm. is a big fan. So, yeah, why is he not, you know you know fully steaming ahead and listening to to every episode that that comes out it's it's interesting it's really interesting it's same for me like politics align yeah well okay do you want to read can you see the screen yeah yeah i can see i can see what you've got in front of me um should we go from the top yeah go for it okay so we go with whitney's message um and whitney's coming on our our other episode tonight which is good um so maybe an opportunity to discuss further but whitney said um i wish they would do a deeper analysis of the episode otherwise uh, i love when they have guests on and we get to hear the opinions of the episode and how they remember being in it and being on set Uh, i think this is something similar this is pretty much exactly what you were saying as well is that um you like the discussions with other people, but you didn't necessarily like the discussions about what was going on in the background, like an on set and and how that was going. You're for this show. Are you more of an a, a like want to analyze what was going on in the episode? Or no, I think when I said that, it, I was just uh, clasping at straws of to of maybe why I didn't like it because I don't think I really understood why I didn't like it yet but I love behind the scenes uh information like I listen to DVD commentaries when I'm walking because I want to hear more information about how the movie was made I love you know when we had Matt Sullivan on about the props like I love props I love all of that mm-hmm. um so I think again I think I felt a bit backed into a corner to have to give a reason and I just threw that out there um so no, I think it's all really interesting. I just think, I don't know. I mean, hopefully, yeah, yeah. What, what about this one? Do you want me to read it or you, you go in? You, you go for it, yeah. All right, okay. This is from MJ. Uh, she says, every time I listen, I wonder why I did. <laughs> I wanted to hear more of their perspective of the show itself and some fun behind-the-scenes stories rather than their negativity. I hate what they experience behind the scenes, and this is certainly their platform to use however they choose, but my opinion is that they ruined a great opportunity. Their experiences were terrible at times, but I'd like to hear the fun ones. I feel their listeners are listening because they love the show, so I prefer a different spin. Again, the... Like just so we're going to go through them, but I can see from the four, so Whitney's one, and then the four that I can see on screen now, that they don't have great things to say about this podcast. There is, there is, there is a a negative, a positive one in here somewhere. Okay. Um, 
But I, and I have to, yeah, go on. But I'm just saying, you know, the, these are people that love the show. So there's obviously that there's a for me, it seems like there's obviously a connection between their reaction to the show and the content uh, and how every everyone else use it. Like if if in our podcast, if we were continuously shitting on every episode, you know, I, I know I give low ratings, but that's why we have you and the other Raven to try and push me up, and it's my job to try and make you see the light and see reality <laughs> no, I'm just kidding but you know there's some episodes that aren't going to be great but there's a, we've given a lot of tens you know there, there's there's a lot of tens out there and it feels like just from these comments that when they talk about the episodes they'll be giving them all fours or fives and and actually that's gonna that's gonna affect people that's gonna upset people because people have such a close affinity to it you know and and I understand that you you know, it it has a really big impact on people watching a, a specific TV show and 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 kind of feeling the emotion of it and trying to take advice from it, whatever it may be to to everyone that listens and particularly our ravens. Um, it's had an impact, so I guess for the people that are in it to discuss it in, in such a way, it makes it really difficult to listen to. For sure. And I think with our podcast, people have that safety blanket of knowing that I love it so much mm. that we're trying to show you with your fresh eyes why we love it. It's, it's that where I feel like people are going into Drama Queens like we love this show so much. And then they're going, ah, yeah, but, you know, like mm. we enjoy we, you know, had had we enjoy it again. I keep coming back to it. I, I believe and they haven't said this, but this is my belief is they love the impact of the show, what it means to people, what their characters mean to people, but I don't think they love the show itself. I don't think they would watch it, you know? So, again, I might be wrong. Um, Do you want to hit us with Nicole's? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, Nicole said, I agree with both MJ and Whitney. I love that they have the opportunity to podcast about a show so many people love. I stopped listening because there was little talk about the episode to the point I'd forget halfway through which one they were reviewing. I could listen to them chat all day, but if I'm listening to a rewatch podcast, I kind of expect that the majority of the content with a, um, with a unique BTS insider angle. So behind the behind, scenes. Yeah, behind the scenes. Yeah. So yeah, um, we've got Jenna said... I have so many thoughts. I was so excited for it to start and the girls seemed really enthusiastic. Now I still listen, but I don't rush to listen to it first thing Monday morning. I wish the girls blamed the writing less and I wish they admitted their characters' faults and mouth's faults. They clearly let their love of Lee cloud their mouth judgment. <laughs> what a line. But they also blame any of their character mistakes on them being kids and then at the same time hold Nathan and Lucas to a higher standard and vilify them for all their mistakes. It's very odd. I wish they discussed the episodes more, especially the weeks they have cast interviews. They discuss the episode for like 90 seconds on these ones. For things I love, Hillary seems the most enthusiastic, which is great considering she had the worst experience on set. It's really great hearing the girls and their shorthand. You can truly tell how strong their bond is and how close they really are. It's also great hearing Wilmington stories and recommendations. I just wish... I just wish they'd be more positive. It's not all negative all the time, and they do compliment the show. I just wish that there was less negativity. But hey, the bright side of that is that when they love an episode, you know it's genuine because they don't hold back when they don't like an episode. 
Wow, I, I, I like that. So th- thanks, uh, Jim, because that's actually like a much a, a much broader view, I think, of, of drama queen so far. That's the, the most kind of concise love and hate. Balanced. Kind of, yeah, yeah. balanced opinion. Um, one thing that I, I find interesting is uh, the reasons why they love a sh- why they love an episode. Um, do they love an episode because it featured someone that they got to meet? Is it because of the content of the episode? Do, does it tend to be around, um, you know, the performances, or does it tend to be around, um, you know, the opportunity to meet someone else, or they got to work with a different actor? You know, oh, this was the episode you know Royal was on, and it was a great opportunity to to work alongside him. You know, I know none of them did, but um, or none of them have yet. Um, so. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see like the the reasons they love the episode, why is that, and yeah, what clouds the episodes that they don't like, and and if they're really vocal and and there's a lot of negativity, it's it's a shame because you kind of want to go into a podcast with like a positive mindset, um, and if you're coming out of listening to a podcast with a negative mindset, has it really had the desired effect? Um, mm. Because the the whole point, the, the whole reason we put content out. Um, it's one we love talking <laughs> we love talking <laughs> about shows uh you love the show and you're kind of you know trying to show that to me all these people are trying to show that to me as well and um you know it's an opportunity for us to do a bit of good as well and put, put a bit of positive energy out there and have a laugh and, and have a good time but if if they're slating certain episodes it, people are going to come away with it with a bit of a bad taste in their mouth and that's that's unfortunate you know podcasts shouldn't shouldn't feel like that i don't think for sure well said and also just because we think this doesn't mean we'd ever post like a one star review or anything i'm sure i've given them five stars because i love them and i love the show like mm. i'm all in support of what they're doing um it's just not for me as much as our podcast isn't for many people i'm sure you know it's it we're we're incredibly niche in our humor and uh you know so yeah it's all love um you want to hit us with cats yeah cats so uh here we go it's a it's a oh, wait wait, wait. <laughs> you have to do it in an australian accent oh, God, i'm not sure i can make it through that in an australian accent the whole time <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do we didn't do nicole's in an australian accent okay okay all right all right <laughs> maybe next time uh, so Kat said, every time I listen, I cringe more and more. They have every right to talk about the bad things that happen to them, but there's less and less behind the scenes gossip and they're giving, uh, uh, they are giving that it's, they're giving that is worth listening to. Giving less behind the scenes gossip and that is what's worth listening to. Maybe I'm not sure. Yeah. Sorry, Kat. Um, I wish the interviews would be done separately, but that might be something the producers of iHeartRadio prefer as a format, despite doing the, the opposite with Pod's, Pod Meets World. The 15 minutes of ads, 40 or so minutes of girls, uh, grates me. But again, I blame iHeart for that format. Whilst the girls could make a longer podcast to make up for that, I imagine they are contracted to chat for a certain amount of time each podcast and don't see the need to go over it. I'm at the stage that no longer expect the girls to talk about the episode in detail. And I'm okay with that, as I know uh, that's what fan podcasts are for. My biggest issue is every time there's an iconic episode 
outside of 316, they genuinely don't seem to comprehend why fans love the episode. And those are the ones I find their negativity runs strong. I'm currently listening to four actor made rewatch podcasts and they all have similar issues in regards to too much negativity on the show slash experience and the professionalism to talk about the episode rather than tangents in a common thread. So it's not just drama queens. Wow, it's really interesting as well. Kat. Um, that you're picking out that there's other podcasts that are in a similar vein. It'd be interesting to to mm. know what shows they are and what um and who who the actors are, kind of what their experiences were, etc. Name them, is, cat. We want it, to know. Is it neighbours? Cat, <laughs> <laughs> you should be starting the neighbours podcast if it doesn't exist. Um, okay, our man Chuck says, show always seems to flow better when they are down a host. Any time they echo a criticism that I have as a fan is pretty awesome. Nice. I listen out of habit, but it's very low priority on a Monday full of new episodes of shows I listen to. Something that bugged me for a long time was their criticism of Lucas juggling two girls, which is absolutely wrong, but being 16 and stupid goes hand in hand. But brushing off the reveal of Deb's off-screen affair with the excuse of... Dan was probably cheating anyway, which was a false narrative as Dan spent too much time bullying his son to even think about having an affair. Wow. So that was a discussion topic. Dan was probably cheating anyway, although that never... So it must have been excusing... The way that reads to me is that they must have been excusing Deb having an affair with, well, Dan was probably cheating anyway, when actually there was no... That evidence. was never in the show. That was yeah. not. It's not canon, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you, we we can discuss type of character and and traits, but if it hasn't if it hasn't been mentioned or like physically happened in the episode, it's not. It's not or like in any episode, it's not a thing. So, and we even saw Dan choosing not to cheat on Deb, right? Wasn't it with um was like that woman for the steak that came over to the beach house. Do you remember? And he said no. He was thinking about it. He almost did. He said no. And then Deb walked in. But he had made the choice that he wasn't going to do that, you know. So I feel like that would, if anything, would illustrate, yeah, that he wouldn't. Shahar was was very vocal in our debate about this on the watch along. Uh, and then was even vocal in the Discord saying that she was going to have to come in here to write you know, her perspective. Okay, so this is uh, Shahar's message. And, and as you mentioned, Shahar needed to to jump in and, and kind of save save the podcast. So here we go. Of course. <laughs> I really love drama queens. Sure, the podcast has its fault. When they idolise certain characters like Mouth and Jake, or when they skip certain important storylines and scenes. But when they get it right and they allow themselves to do a deep dive into the episodes or the psychology of the characters, it is fantastic. There were certain scenes and storylines that I myself embarrassed about when they first aired. So I don't mind when they blame bad writing. Sometimes the writing deserves to be criticised. Maybe I'm alone in thinking this for the fans' perspective. From the fans' perspective, sorry. Most importantly... And as I said on the watch along, I especially love that the three of them came together as a unit to reclaim the show in whatever format that ended up being. Growing up as a teenage girl in the mid 2000s, I had a lot of internalized misogyny, uh, despite myself, my being a staunch feminist. 
due to the movies, TV shows and music of the era. Because of my love of the show, One Tree Hill was particularly detrimental in how I accepted the narratives of pitting girls against each other, whether that be the characters or the actresses. Getting to listen to Joy, Hilary and Sophia all these years later unpack entire episodes together, truly process the storylines as a threesome has been incredibly healing in a way that I could never have imagined. That's really good. But interesting that... um it's helping Shahar work through some of her own potential traumas. So maybe, and I'm not speaking for you, Shahar, I'm just guessing from what you've written, maybe you feel in alignment, though different traumas and different experiences to go through, but feeling it from like a healing perspective. And that is awesome. Like, we're not trying to take away anyone's experience. Like, you know, we want, if it, if it works for you, then that's great. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Well, we've got two more and then we're going to have to go because we've got to uh, get into our episode. So Erica says, I suspect that my perspective on drama queens is a bit different as I only started watching One Tree Hill like six months ago. Mm. Crazy. And I knew about all of the behind the scenes drama before I ever watched an episode. So it has been really illuminating to hear them describe when and how that impacted their experience of making the show. Despite how much I immediately liked the show, I agree with many of the criticisms of the writing and selfishly, it's nice to hear them echo some of my own mental tricks I use when thinking about the characters. So I sort of like Chuck there. I also like to imagine away some of Lucas's shenanigans and some of the earliest characterizations of Brooke, for example. I think that it's hard in the current fan ecosystem for them to really grapple with the show. There are so many rewatch podcasts that there is many, not as much room as one would like for them to try and come to terms with what they are clearly some really mixed emotions on their side. So, yeah. And then last but not least is Alicia. And Alicia said, do you want me to read it? You're drinking water. I quite like the podcast, although my expectations of it have changed. I initially was hoping for detailed analysis and behind the scenes story stories. We get a fair bit of that of the latter, but I do wish they would talk more about the actual episodes is when they do a deep dive on a storyline or character. I think they are really insightful. It doesn't really bug me when they critique it they were doing 22 episodes a year not every episode was going to be a knockout plus they do also critique themselves Hillary probably does this more than the other two when it comes to the acting I'd also echo what Chuck has said as it does feel validating when they share a critique that I have as a fan but it also runs the other way as I'll be on the bus thinking what the hell when they dislike something that I love However, the podcast has made it easier to disassociate them from their characters, so I'm not in my feelings about it as much. Overall, I think the podcast has made me more of a fan of the Hillary, Joy and Sophia as individuals, and I listen to it more for their views, how they vibe off each other, and how they have grown since the show. It doesn't seem cathartic for them. It does seem, sorry, cathartic for them, which I appreciate. My main gripe is the adverts. I wish they'd have the discussion run a little longer if I'm having to skip through 10 minutes of ads each time. So there we go. So everyone that wrote in, we really appreciate that. Thank you so much for sharing. I think, as always, 
if you enjoy whatever you enjoy, as long as it is not a crime, then please enjoy it and enjoy it to the fullest. And we're in full support of that. We love the things that we love. We hope that you continue to love the things that you love. And hopefully that's given some some of our perspective on it. Um, just to add, it would be a dream for us to interview Hillary, Sophia, or Joy. We love them all as people. We love their characters. We would love to be on Drama Queens, selfishly, to advertise our own podcast, of course. But to speak to them would be a dream. These aren't anything personal against them. It's just about the format and 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 how it's being done. And like we said, and as we've heard there, it is for a lot of people, and we love that. And I'm sure that if they did it the way that like I had described, there'd equally be people being like, I don't want to hear this shit. I want to hear them do it the other way. So you can't please everyone. So yeah, so blessings and good luck to them on their podcast journey. I love that they're doing it. I love that they're claiming the show, putting positivity there. So yeah, that's that's all I have to say. Any closing thoughts, my friend? It's just people are always going to have um, opposing opinions on it. You know, some people aren't going to enjoy it. Some people are going to enjoy it. Some people are massively in love with the show and storylines that they might dislike. So um, I think it's a really interesting concept to listen to it as if they're not in it, as if they're they're just talking about it. They're not the they're not the actors they're not the characters from it and they've just got some behind the scenes insight maybe maybe give that a try um but yeah let's hope that when they get to season four maybe there's some changes they drop the adverts whatever but yeah just just remember people enjoy some things and others don't so and we'll do our best to stay objective and positive but you know i'm not even allowed to listen to it yet you know i've got another like year and a half before i'm allowed to listen to it maybe two um and that's that's it that's life let's move on well let's do a little cheer for them we'll do drama queens on free to finish off with positivity and love for them ready ready one two three drama, drama queens, queens. queens.